Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, the Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the word, pray the word, study the word, proclaim the word, and live the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The Paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. May I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. Our application from last week on the baptism of the Lord says, This week, be a servant to your family, a friend, or someone in the community who is sick. Be available, be specific, be consistent, and be ready to see the joy of Christ in their eyes as you live what you believe. Let the joy of the Father be reflected in the way you love others. You are my beloved child, 
and he is well pleased with you. I'm going to share another of Deacon Ken's answers to this application. Here it is. I have been on the other side of the fence. The last few weeks, I was totally knocked down and unable to do much of anything. My lungs and bones just wanted to quit. I found expected comfort in Jesus, scripture, and a tremendous amount of comfort and joy in my wife, Marie. She would read scripture to me, play cards with me, and just rub my body when the pain seemed unbearable. I saw the joy of Christ in her eyes and felt the power of Christ in her hands. In my weakness is his strength, and it was manifested through Marie. It blessed me so much reading this from an old Bible study of Deacon Ken's written somewhere between 1999 and 2006. I am so glad he wrote his answers in the book so I could see how the Holy Spirit was working in both our lives and the love we had for the word. When you share that kind of a love relationship, nothing can destroy it, not even death itself. Ken is still alive in the spirit, and I am alive in the flesh. This also brings out the importance of journaling. This coming Sunday is the second Sunday of Ordinary Time. The Gospel is John 1, 35 to 42. And I'm going to read it. John was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, Behold! the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said and followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following him and said to them, what are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, come and you will see. So they went and saw where Jesus was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. He first found his own brother Simon and told him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. Then he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The word of the Lord. The questions. One, who was with John? Two of his disciples. Who did they watch? Jesus, and what did John say? Look, 
There is the Lamb of God. Two, why are we to be watchful and alert? Mark 13, 32 to 33 says, As to the exact day or hour, no one knows it, neither the angels in heaven nor even the Son, but only the Father. Be constantly on the watch. Stay awake. You do not know when the appointed time will come. We must be constantly on the watch for Jesus' second coming. He is coming again. Three, when the two disciples heard what John said, what did they do? They followed him. Four, if anyone wishes to come after Jesus, what must he do daily? In Luke 9, 23, Jesus says, Whoever wishes to be my follower must deny his very self, take up his cross each day, and follow in my foots, my steps. This is something we do each day. I must die to my wants and needs for the good of others. Jesus did that for us out of obedience to his Father. When Jesus turned and saw them following him, what did he ask them? What are you looking for? And what did they ask him? Rabbi, where are you staying? Six, what does rabbi mean and who instructs us in everything and reminds us of all that Jesus told us? In John 1, 38, it says rabbi means teacher. In John 14, 26, is at the beginning of every lesson of the bread of life we say each week. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I told you. I said this as we began this lesson. I don't think I can say that scripture too many times because it really brings home that he is our teacher and he will remind us of everything. The Holy Spirit reminds his disciples of all Jesus said and did. We today are his disciples. And the Holy Spirit reminds us of all Jesus said and did. When we are praying or reading scripture or through the voice of other brothers and sisters walking with the Lord throughout our day. How blessed we are to always have an advocate with us the Holy Spirit. When Jesus said, come, what would happen? They would see. What did happen? They went and saw. And what did they do? They stayed with him. Who heard John and followed Jesus? And what did he tell his own brother, Simon? John 1, 40 to 41. One of the two who had followed him after hearing John was Simon Peter's brother, Andrew. The first thing he did was seek out his brother, Simon, and tell him, we have found the Messiah, 
This term means the anointed, personal. Have you found the Messiah? And if so, how did you find him? Did someone lead you to him or did he speak to you directly? It's good for you to answer these personal questions to really see how the Lord is working in your life. Well, yes, I found the Messiah. My parents brought me to him at my baptism. I found him as I grew in the church and received him in the teachings and by following him in his holy word. The sacrament of confirmation led me to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Once I was led to him through my parents in the church, he speaks directly to me through his word, the scriptures. How I love his word. I see his word as Jesus himself speaking directly to me. My personal conversations with Jesus daily are what help me to feel more and more loved and chosen by him. It is that love that helps me to love others the way he loves me. As what is Messiah translated and what did Andrew do with his brother? John 1, 41 and 42. Anointed, he brought him to Jesus. Number 10, what was Jesus anointed to do? Luke 4, 18 19 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, therefore he has anointed me. He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor, to proclaim liberty to captives, recovery of sight to the blind, and release to prisoners, to announce a year of favor from the Lord. Wow. Number 11. What will those who lead many to justice be like? Daniel 12, 3 says, But the wise shall shine brightly like the splendor of the firmament. And those who lead many to justice shall be like the stars forever. 12. When Jesus looked at Simon, what did he say about his name? His name would be Cephas which is rendered Peter. A personal question. In what way have you experienced Jesus saying to you, come and you will see? What did you learn when you stayed with him that day? And whom did you bring with you? In my quiet time, early in the morning, I experienced his presence. And when I open my Bible and read the readings of the day, I am just now experienced the presence of the people in the passage I am reading. I experienced Ken here with me through his journaling and doing the study. I learned how much God loves me and how much Ken loved me for who I am. And God shows me through his word how to live my everyday life without the physical presence of Ken. Ken and I have brought many to him through this Bible study. I'm going to go into the commentary written by Ken. 
John 1, 35 to 42. John the Baptist's job was to point people to Jesus, the Messiah, for whom they were looking. Today, people all over the world are looking for security and peace in an insecure world. Our job is to point them to Christ and show them that he is the one they seek. When Jesus walked by, John was with his two disciples and said, there is the Lamb of God. The two disciples began to follow Jesus, and he said to them, what do you want? That is being asked of us today by both Jesus and the world. Jesus said, come and see. And the world says the same. Jesus offers life and freedom. The world offers death and destruction. The disciples knew and appreciated Jesus more and more as they began to spend time with him. Jesus tells them that if they really want to follow him, they will have to take up their cross each day and follow in his footsteps. They had no idea then that those footsteps led to Calvary. We are called to do the same, and his footsteps may lead us into rejection, ridicule, and possibly even the loss of our physical life. We must always remember that when we choose to follow him, we choose to die to ourselves and live for others. Andrew was so impressed with Jesus that he ran home and told his brother Peter, we have found the Messiah. What confidence and hope Andrew had as he led his brother Peter to Jesus. That is what we are being called today to do. Lead others to Jesus and show by your life that the conversion to Jesus is life-changing. Today's gospel is about the joy, excitement, and power of discovering the Messiah. We are called to spread that joy and excitement to all whom we meet. We eagerly carry our cross each day and follow him because he carries it for us. And he is leading us to eternal freedom. The application for this week the gospel shows us that we are to go out and point to Jesus. This week, spend time each day alone and listen to what God is saying to you. Ask someone in your family to do the same thing. Meet every day and share what the Lord is saying to you. Remember, you cannot bring anyone to Jesus if you do not know how to listen to his instructions. In the closing prayer, thank you for being with us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for, for teaching us today to come and be with you and to spend time alone with you and to listen to you, to listen to others. Your word is a lamp to our feet, Lord. We thank you for your word and your direction. 
Help us to hear your words today as we go forth and we go with your, your instructions to make disciples of all the nations. Thank you, Lord. Help us to bring someone today to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.